show from a heavy metal perspective. From Danzig to death, to Dark Throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up, things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast. Let's rock and roll. And welcome to another episode of the Metal Podcast. Hope you're all having a fantastic start to your day. I am DJ, your host, and I'm joined here with my best friend in the whole wide world, AC. How are you doing, my friend? I am great, other best friend. So, uh, what 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 have you been up to? What are you what are you doing? What are you doing today? You, you know, I uh, I've been I've been bunkered down. You know, this uh, great day in August, uh, the twentieth, as a matter of fact, we had a hurricane warning. Don't know if you experienced this, but uh, I have survived. I have a lot of water and some food to get me by. But you uh, have enough the, toilet the little, paper. Yes. Oh yeah, I bought that stuff out. That's the most important but thing. It's a little, it's a little wet and moist on on the, the toilet paper outside. No, 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 oh, outside. Oh. oh, okay, okay. I haven't toilet paper at anyone's house in, in a while, so there's no need for that. Which uh, child's you know, play? Is that is that ever since you saw that episode of South Park? I don't know if I saw that one. You don't remember the toilet paper episode of South Park? I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's a. I'm sure you have, <laughs> but you know, well, oh, detail. No, it's, it's it's a real common episode. It's it's just the the kids toilet paper their teacher's house and and they treated it seriously. And then Barb Brady had to go talk to the Hannibal Lecter kid about it. It's. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know the, you've uh, seen that episode. Okay, uh, I get that. Yeah, can, can, come on now. I know well, you know this one. I kind of wanted to start off by finishing off what we were talking about last time with Tory Lanes because we missed one one little piece to that. We can't do that. Go on. You don't want to do that. No, I mean you we can't really? miss we can't miss things like that. No, no, and it involves someone you've mentioned quite often on the show, Iggy Azalea. Mm, oh yes, that's right. That's right. We we did not have the time to get to that. Go on. No, we didn't get to that. And apparently, she is very upset that uh, people would ever, you know, question Tory Lane's character and that he should essentially be let out. Um, this kind of reminds me. Weren't there 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 was like some some Hollywood guy? He like he like raped a child in the seventies. Gosh. Yeah, it was, gosh, I can't remember. It was like, like one of those very like stereotypical Hollywood things, but like some, some guy, he, he raped a child and a, a, a bunch of like actors and directors and producers were saying like, oh, this is, this is so horrible that this person isn't let back into the United States. Like, oh, ha- have the times not changed to. And like, they're like saying nonsense, but that's what it reminds me of. It's just, it goes back to this recurring theme of like this, the, these celebrities, they, they really think that they're like gods. Like they, they think that they are a, a, above us. Like they, they can do whatever they like, you know, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> and, 
play cribbage all night. Yeah, you can play cribbage all night. You know, you cut your hair with the you know scissors in a soup bowl. You don't have to pay me. That's the way that I roll. And 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 it's it's a travesty that another one of her celebrity friends goes to goes to jail or that there's even negative consequences. Like that's, that's the real issue here. It's not that like, I know Tori didn't do anything. It's just like, well, he doesn't have to obey the laws that you set because we have our own laws here. And it's that, that's not the same thing as this isn't the warlord. Like this, this is like, like in the club of the warlord. That's, that's how, how it works. Like the, these, these celebrities, they, they exist in their own hierarchy and their hierarchy creates the, the, the brain dead followers of, of the warlord hierarchy because they act a, a certain way and people follow them and they don't understand that these people are all just full of, full of crap. So Iggy Azalea is, is not smart enough to understand, like you, you just have to keep your mouth shut. You can't give this game away. So when you say like, oh, how dare you say this about Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez shot a woman and ruined her dancing career. Not that I care about Megan the stallion. Like I, you know, I see that as a, a blessing in disguise. Really, like the less Megan the Stallions doing butt dances on TV, the better. But that that's besides the point. Like he still he committed a crime, and he needs to do more than ten years for it. It's not safe with that guy out free in the streets. uh, No, and making millions. Like that's not good for society. Like that doesn't make a better place for anybody. No, no, like we have hurricane warnings. (laughs) I I want like. I want rapper warnings like, you know, Tory Lanez and Chris Brown are like, like if they're on tour, I want to know if they're in my city. So I, I, I don't know, want tickets, but <laughs> no, no, I don't want tickets, but I want to stay in and lock as many doors as I have. Cause you never know when, when they're going to get you. Like we, we, we really do need some kind of like, system like that. Like these, these, these people are genuine menaces. And then Iggy Azalea is, is, is complicit with this because she's too stupid to, I, I don't even want to say like, she doesn't know the game. Like she knows that these people are violent. She loves it. Like she gets off on it. You know, she had a child with one and you know, they're not married or, you know, even in a relationship. So she can just be a single mom on OnlyFans, which I guess on, that's probably what OnlyFans is for at this point. So maybe, maybe she just joined OnlyFans because she's a single mom. Well, she's never, uh, she's never witnessed, uh, Tory Lanez loses temper ever even raises voice to a woman. You know what? Here's he's, a th- he's always been incredibly respectful. I, I want, I actually, just- I want to, I want to, yeah, here's the thing. I want to add to that. I bet by our standards, she has seen it, but by her elite standards, it's not losing the temper because it was never taken out on her. So as, and then, and these people, they're all narcissists and they're all sociopaths. They're perfectly fine with all, you know, all these, these things happening to other people because it doesn't affect them. So she never saw this because it never happened to her. 
So that's what her blinders are on for. So I, I believe through her like tortured and warped, perverted, broken brain, she believes all that. Like I never saw that. I'm sure she saw Tory Lanez like pistol whip someone and put a gun in their mouth and say it's like, just, you disrespect me again. I'm pulling the trigger. <laughs> and then, and she's just like, well, yeah, he was running his mouth. He shouldn't have been running his mouth. If that that's his fault. I, I, I bet something like that has happened. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Yeah. Rap rappers will be rappers. Oh, so, nice playing. And yeah, and and she's part of that culture because she's she's not just uh, a musician. She's not Lady Gaga. Like she is a rapper, and she's a rapper that surrounds herself with other violent rappers. So she she is part of that. So she sees that all the time, but she's just never on the other side of it. So you know, in, in her eyes, well, that never happened. Well, what's funny too, I'm reading this, um, Azalea also said she hired six of Lane's employees so that they remain in a position to transition back into running his business when he's completed his sentence and reveals that prior to his conviction, she hired Lane's to be the executive producer on my next album. So it's obviously a business decision or a financial implication for her. I don't think so. Why is she coming out to his... I I know I I think that that that's it's just the industry like you have to have these people covering for people so when when Tory Lanez gets out you have enough people saying like ah he probably didn't mean anything by it like oh this is just more racist uh judicial system trying to trying to to keep this guy down cuz of no reason other than the color of his skin yeah I don't cuz how many producers there are there like she's hiring his employees. So she's paying them. She doesn't need to do that. She doesn't have any financial gain. In fact, she's tarnishing her own brand by associating with this guy. That's true. It's yeah. def it's the opposite of business. It's like, it, it would, it would be like if, if you thought like, you know who we should take up, uh, as a client, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> like that, yeah. I think that would be good. I think that's a good business decision. Like no one would say like, you know, that sounds good. They'd say like, are you trying to destroy us? This, this is the opposite of it. This is, this is some kind of incestuous industry, like satanic Illuminati crap. Like they're, they're, they're trying to protect this guy who's a criminal. So when he comes out, he can go back to, to shooting more people and committing more crimes. And, and still being a, a number one selling artist because she, she like, what's stopping her from having like Lil John or, uh, uh, P Diddy or what, however many other billions of producers there are. Cause I guarantee you Tory Lanez is not a good producer. He probably <laughs> comes in and then like an actual sound engineer mixes it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I like that. I bet that's all he does. He's not someone with a, a, a audio engineering background. He doesn't know what it means to be a producer. It's just, it's a term that's thrown around and anyone can do it. Like, yeah, I'm going to produce it. Have you ever heard people talk about Rick Rubin as a producer? I know I've heard that name. Yeah. Like he, he uh, did, I think it was called American records. Like it was, it was like rap and slayer. And Danzig. 
Like it, okay. Yeah, pretty much. And when people would talk about him as a producer, they would say like, oh yeah, he was really hands off. Like he was real minimalist. Like that was his style. But really like what, what it really meant was he just didn't do anything. He's a minimalist. Yeah. Like, like he did, <laughs> he just didn't do anything, but he got credit as being a producer. And that's probably Tory Lanez. Like Tory Lanez doesn't know anything. Like Rick Rubin doesn't know anything. Cause all those early Danzig albums was like produced by Danzig and Rick Rubin. So Rick Rubin wasn't doing anything. Danzig was producing it all. And Rick Rubin was just there to put his name on it. He was motivating Danzig. Sure. He was, yeah, he was, he was putting his name on it to, to take all the credit for things that other people did. What yeah. And, do in the business. Yeah. And you have Iggy Azalea out here like, well, I want him to, I want him to produce my next record. He could still probably do it from jail. Of course he can. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Especially right. because what all he would do is say, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That's hot. Yo, that's, that's straight fire. No cap and, for real, for real gunshots <laughs> <laughs> and real ones too. And shoot <laughs> Megan the stallion. Yeah. She has another leg. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she could, she could go to anyone else. It, could you, could do Do me a, uh, do me a kindness. Pull up a, a, a quick uh, list of current rap producers, 2023. Just, just see, just see how many you can find. Go ahead. Right. You do that for me. Cause th- there, there's no, you, you want the, the best ones or, uh, just give me what you find. Just, just give me what you find. You know, you know, just, just give me, just give me a good list. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you got here? You got list. for Let's me here. Cause any, and, and before, you know, you, you start reading this off, there's, it was good. Okay. Uh, well, hold on before, before we get there. Any, it's, it's a term that's just thrown around. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a rap producer. Or I'm going to be a record producer. No one really knows what that actually in, entails. Like, you know, Bob rock does like, there are people out there that actually know how to produce a record. They know how to get a good sound. They know how to record things in a way, you know, for, for all, all the crap that Metallica deserves, the, the black album <laughs> is like the best produced rock and roll record of all time. It, it just sounds so perfect. And, and that was a conscious decision. Like we want Bob rock to take us to the next level. And Bob rock knew how to generate a good sound because if that album sounded like crap, no one would care, but because it sounds so good, it has a good shelf life. Like the songs are terrible, but that doesn't matter because it's, it's like a movie with really good visual effects that that just has no story where you walk away from it and you, and you you're tricked into thinking you saw something good just because the visuals were so good. So most of these, these rap producers, they don't know anything about that because everything they do, it's all through digital tools. Like they don't know any real tricks. They just do plug in here. Like, okay. Um, uh, uh auto tune. Okay. Um, compressor. Okay. A generic drum beat plugin and that's it. And then they're just talking into a microphone. It's not like old days where there was actual crappy analog equipment and you had to get good stuff to get a good sound. Now everything sounds perfect because everything is digital. So there's nothing to it. So anyone can be a producer, even Tory lanes. Now, now hit me with some. 
All right. So on the top of the list, he is the co-producer of Big Sean's hit song, Deep Reverence, with the superstar Nipsey Hussle. This is Hit Boy. Is it Nipsey Hussle dead? He is. He was oh. uh, shot in front of his uh, one of his stores. Oh, yes. Yeah, tragic. Yeah, whatever. I, my heart. Uh, my and heart then we got Metro is. Booming. Is this a producer? Yes. We're, his name we're is Metro music. Booming? Metro Booming. Uh, okay. St. Louis music producer with the name Simply Metro and Young Metro. Okay. He's a, yeah. Uh, and he's a, another versatile creator of hip-hop beats. Okay. That, uh, and, that, and also I want to comment that all hip-hop now sounds the same. It's just sometimes he, they rap faster than others. Like, that's the only difference. It's like all, it really is all the same now. But go on. And, go on. Okay, we got uh, Jetson Made. That's all one word. Okay, good, good. Jetson Made. Catchy name. Okay. Um, he, uh, he did, uh, Da Baby's Jug single in 2019. Let's see. Baby is also just one of the worst names. Anyone oh, calling yeah. themselves Da Baby is the dumbass. Did you see that interview where that guy's like, so how old are you and how long are you going to be Da Baby? Are you going to be like, probably until, until he dies, which will be in like two years. <laughs> Like my uh, dad right, says got, everyone gets shot. We get uh, Wanda Girl, or is it Wanda Girl? Wa- I think it's Wanda Girl. Wait, Wanda. No, W O N D A G U R L. No, that yeah, that's Wanda. Like Wonder. Okay, Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I understand the confusion for you um, mispronouncing this person's bad spelling and thinking yeah. it's stylistic, but really they're just another yeah. imbecile. Yeah. She's collaborated with uh, people like Kanye West, Jay-Z, Drake, Travis Scott. Oh, that's another fun one. And hmm. Mariah Carey. Wow, such such a small circle of people. We we really see the same names over and over. It's weird, yeah. right? I've got an interesting one here. The Alchemist. The Alchemist? Uh, Alchemist, yes. But it's spelled like, is it A-L-L? No, it's just A-L. It's okay. probably how you it's pronounce it. The, the Alchemist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're really uh, into potions, like probably work, like Hennessy and work with M and M. Okay, that's that's one we don't see that often, honestly. Even though M and M is like the best rapper, pound for pound, best rapper. Jay yeah. White did it. These names are like <laughs> really upsetting to me. It's so uh, bad. He worked with 21 Savage featuring J. Cole. Let's see here. Oh, man. I'm not going to have trouble with this. Quay Global. It's Q-U-A-Y Global. Sounds yeah, like, uh, I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. And uh, let's see here. My Dog by Lil Baby. Maybe I'm confusing Dub Baby and Lil Baby. They're both babies, though. They both have terrible names. They should both <laughs> feel ashamed of themselves. Uh, here we got a weird one. Z3N. I don't know if that's... Maybe Z3N? That's it might, yeah, it might, it's probably this Zen. Argentinian it's producer just, introduced a distinct tune to the hip-hop culture with his choice of kicks during production. I don't know what that means. I mean, what, his uh, shoes? 
or kick drums. Like, what? What do you mean kicks? This, this, Tom, this, I'm on the Tom drum, or what is it? Kick, kick. Yeah, this this slang is, is just it's just so brutal. It it's it's so unintelligent. These these people are all like I gotta read, they're like yeah. troglodytes. Like you're struggling to read these words because they're like they're, they're not words. It's it's like it's a, it's a string of letters and numbers. Like what are these your AOL screen names? Like what, like when you're you're talking you're talking on AIM after middle school and like that becomes your rap name. What's wrong with you people? Yeah, in 2020, the remix of "Suicidal" features the late talented songwriter Juice World in the I track didn't, rank. Oh, Juice World's dead. <laughs> Oh yes, Juice I, World. What the? I didn't know he was. The, I didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. Very sick. Let's see here. Uh, aside from the tremendous success recorded from the suicidal tracks, Z3N's or Zen's production on Lil Wayne and okay, here this is good. XXX Extension, right? That guy. Ten. Yeah, that guy's uh, dead too. Oh, Extension. Extension. I don't know how to say his name. I know that guy though. I've seen that. Okay. Just spell your names right, you freaking idiots! Gosh, that it it genuinely oh makes me mad because here's here's the thing that makes me so mad about it. If people were just like, "Yeah, I like it," you know, it's fun, it's cool, whatever. I don't think too much of it, but they talk about it like it's actually intelligent and deep and philosophical. They can't even spell their names. <laughs> no, these the people are right. the worst. No, they can't. The world. World is spelled wrong. How do you spell world wrong? Uh, it's simple. You spell it, you, juice, you, it's, right? it's simple. You get kicked out of middle school at at, at seventh grade for bringing a gun for to school. Women. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, like none of these people are smart, and, and just the fact that that people pretend that they are that that just it it drives me mad. It drives me mad because people pretend it's smart. People pretend it's smart because you have people out there saying like. Yo, yo, the swaying morning. Yo, uh, yo, they got this track from uh little constant kumbunk chinka babu. Yeah, he's got this one. It's like called like I shot you in the face. You know, this was real deep. So about the struggle, and, and then people are like, yeah, wow, it's really about the struggle. And they were at wow. the Paris Fashion Week. So look yeah, at Paris that. Fashion yeah, Week. Uh, stealing, stealing a, a Rolls Royce. <laughs> I told someone about that. About um pop smoke being at Paris fashion week after all this stuff. And they said, well, maybe they're just really into fashion. Like, would you invite a, like a known felon to one of your events? If that was one of their hobbies, gosh, dang it. You, you people, you people don't understand how stupid you are. Like this, this is, this is like rap is objectively bad for everybody. Like it's making me angry, which is killing brain cells, which is making me less intelligent. Hey man, you just, just don't worry about it. Just like, no, shut up. You're pretending that it's smarter than it is. And that's a, a problem because it's an inversion of intellectualism. Yeah. It's not poetry. No, it's not poetry. As, as we established in our ludicrous hose and area codes, <laughs> lyric reading, it is not poetry. It, it's it's pathetic. It, it's it's a bunch of jabbering hooligans talking about crimes and debauchery. Yeah, it's not fun. 
like ludicrous i mean at least was to an extent maybe the, trying to be fun but these guys are literally linked to murders and end up getting murdered themselves well and and, and, like, and well, as as we'll go over later they're they like get famous for starting conflicts like it's 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 the the new it's the next generation of Jerry Springer almost. But the problem is like the difference between that and Jerry Springer like you watch Jerry Springer and you're like wow look at these people aren't aren't they just such scum aren't they such trash? But here it's like the equivalent of like wow aren't these people on Jerry Springer such trash? Yeah, let's let's give them money. Let's like imagine you you watch the episode of Jerry Springer where like the the transsexual Nazi uh, is marrying um, the the black man who wants to be a dog like that. That's your okay. And now they're uh, they're performing at the MTV Video Music Awards and they're at Paris Fashion Week. They're at the the Met Gala. That that that's what it's the equivalent of. They're on an episode of, of the new FX series. But the, these people are all just, they're, they're stupid, they're violent, and they're treated as, as gods. Like, it's, it, they, they commit crime after crime, and they're, they're given, like, no jail time. And, and the jail time that they are given, well, it, it's, it, it's a drop in the bucket. And, and people entertain them. This is so, this is so frustrating because we used to have musicians that had a message and maybe, maybe they were dark and they were tortured and, you know, like, let's, let's, let's say a a band that we both hate Nirvana. Let's just, let's just say that, you know, Kurt Cobain was kind of a, a tortured soul and the lyrics that he wrote were a reflection of that. Uh, Nirvana's problem really was that they were complicit with the, um, the lethargic nature of what generation X was, but he, it it felt genuine with him. Like people did like Nirvana's music. I do think it was mostly astroturfed. But for the most part, there, there was an appeal in it because a lot of disenfranchised generation Xers, they, they didn't know where they belonged in the world. And we all go through our rebellious phase. And it it was just kind of like, basically punk rock is now in the mainstream. So it was just easy for people to get into where, where this is, this isn't even a rebellion. This is just the norm. Like these people are at. Paris fashion week. And and they're just (laughs) like, all they are are criminals. Like, are you a criminal? Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. You, you now have a rap career and we'll get to that later, but you want, want to read some more stupid names for me? You know what? I, I kind of want to maybe not necessarily transition, but you triggered my memory when you said this is like the new generation of Jerry Springer. And I want, I want you to think back to maybe you've got to be aware of this, but there was this girl who went on like Dr. Phil in like 20 cash me outside. How about that? Yeah. I know about yes, bad baby. Yeah. Yes. She's a rapper and an only fans for 
Yeah. But yeah. I feel like this has already been kind of the norm. Like that's maybe yeah. where it started, but that's it's been six years or so that that's been what gets you famous. And there and the society we live in now, you got OnlyFans only helps someone like this bad baby person who just can do just awful things. I mean <laughs> like that that's so weird that that a show like Dr. Phil ended up being more of like can, a Jerry's can Singer, propel like, someone like, into superstardom. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. oh, do you remember <laughs> there were two really funny things on Dr. Phil. There was some guy, I, I think it was the guy who started bum fights. He came on Dr. Phil's show dressed oh, up as Dr. Phil. Like he, he <laughs> no shaved way. his head to replicate his bald spot. And he had the same mustache and he was wearing the same suit. as him. That is fantastic. <laughs> and do you remember there was that guy, he had a website called like, men are better than women.com or something. Oh, and then he, and he has like, I'm not um, aware of that. Site. He has like a, a members only jacket. Like the guy was just, he was just some comedian. Okay. And he, he was just, he was, it was all a bit, even though like he, he did mostly believe what he was saying, but he was just really exaggerating it. And he, he was like smoking a cigar and he had a shaved head and he had mirror right. aviator sunglasses and he, and he was pretty much talking about how like, you know, women need men, men don't need women. And, you know, Goodness. like without, without, like without men, like women won't know what to do in, in life and they can't form a society and all this stuff. And like, some woman said to him, like, like, I, I, I would never line up to be with a man like you or like something about like being in a line with him. And, and then he said, you know, maybe if you hopped on the treadmill, you, I'd move you up further in the line. <laughs> Cause he was saying like he had lines of women that wanted to be yeah, with him. She was the, sitting on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember the, the clip is really funny. Like I'm sure you can find it. You just type Dr. in like, Phil? yeah, you type in like, like chauvinist on, on Dr. Phil. It's really funny. Like the, the guy, the, the guy was some comedian. He was like upright citizens brigade. Or something, like one of those people. I, I can't remember, but, um, that, the, the guy from the bum fights thing. Yeah. Like Dr. <laughs> Phil almost did become the, the new Jerry Springer. And you know, I don't know when Jerry Springer ended, but a lot of those daytime talk shows, it, it, there was a, a lot of propaganda was, was being pumped out there. Cause it was, it was really showing people just the worst of the worst. And people use mm-hmm. that kind of as their basis for. Like what, this is reality. Cause I, I see it on TV and, uh, people don't really watch TV anymore. People are on social media and that's where these, these rappers are, are getting famous. So that's where people are seeing them. So rap rappers are the new Jerry Springer. And, and with that, they are the new lowest of the low. Like they are the dregs of society, but they, they are treated like they belong on the top, but these are, these are talentless parasites that are violent and stupid. Like only in a sick, broken world that we live in now are these people given a chance for stardom. I think you're spot on there. Do you have more on on bad, on bad baby? Uh, no, you filled in the gaps enough. I was just, as long as you're aware of that, I am very aware of that. <laughs> very, very aware. 
Yes, and Bad Bad Baby is a name. I I, I only really know that. And a lot of these people, I, I do only know them because uh, I, I I see them pop up on um on on social media posts. Like, did you hear what this person just did? And like, I don't care. Stop trying to keep them relevant. You can't even top it anymore. It's like that's <laughs> we're immune to it. Yeah, that that's the thing, and 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 it's it's just constant feuds, and that's how they keep it fresh. Is just like okay, now another feud. It's because it, Jerry Springer. There there were a lot of accusations of Jerry Springer being fake, and for those of you listening that don't know about Jerry Springer's daytime talk show, it pretty pretty much the equivalent of like Howard Stern meets Oprah. There's no other way to put it. It was just like shock sensationalism and it got like sillier and sillier to the point where people were like, there's no way this is real. And there were a lot of allegations that it was, that it was staged, especially towards the end. And that's how this all feels. Like, it just feels like, okay, like now we got, we got a new feud. All right. You two feud. And like, okay. and now what are we feuding over? It doesn't matter. He called you, he called you a punk. Oh gosh, better shoot him because people, they get, they get used to like, Oh, who's this guy feuding? With? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, but now this person's feuding. Whoa. It's like new feud, n- new interest. Because and, and notice it, it's never like this person did something good. It's never <laughs> that. Something. I have something interesting now. Oh, so I I pulled up an article that says Iggy Azalea responds after Bad Baby throws a drink on her at Cardi B's event. (laughs) Why, like, why is it always the same names over and over? Yeah, this is a 2018. Oh my god! Yeah, they and they yeah. So they brought this girl. They made this girl into a superstar. They brought her to a party with Iggy Azalea and Cardi B. When was hey? He was 15 years old. When was the last time you were at Iggy Azalea and Cardi B's party? Oh, gosh, you know. I've been trying to get those girls on the line uh, lately. You know, A lot of unanswered uh, texts and DMs, I guess. Okay. You know, you, <laughs> we, should, we should email some of them. Ed <laughs> <laughs> <end> up dead. <laughs> Probably. They'll send Tory Lanes and Chris Brown. A lot of people die from cyanide poisoning. (laughs) A lot of people die from lead poisoning via the gunshots. (laughs) That's yeah. So, you know, maybe, you know what? You bring up a good point. Let's not, I do value my life. Yeah. But the point is they're just, they just let in this, this trashy dumb, dumb into a party with mega celebrities. With Grammy winners. Did Bad Baby she, win a Grammy? Uh, no, but I saw her like in the top 100 on the U.S. chart for wow. one of her songs. It was called These um, H-E-A-U-X. So I, be- I imagine it's These Ho. <laughs> I guess. That's <laughs> very good grammar. I'm pretty None sure of these people can spell. No. Yeah, That's so poetry, cool. right? They're the Picassos of poetry. But Picasso was crap anyway. Yeah. Didn't so, he like, you're right. only have one ear or something? Yeah, he th- yeah, and he sent it to a girlfriend just for laughs. 
Uh, looks like bad, ba bad baby's personal wealth as, or by March, 2017 was $200,000. Think she had to give Dr. Phil any of that? No. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. These, these H E A U X pronounced H O E S reached Ooh. number 77. Yes. And she remixed a Kodak black song, roll in peace. Ah, uh, T Grizzly and little Yachty from, from the D to the a. Ooh, I wonder uh, what that means. And she released, uh, high bitch. Now it's H I, uh, I don't see that, but it's H I not H I G H. But that reached number 17 mm. and a day Must after a what you know, as a single alongside the video, which received over 3 million views in 24 hours. You know, there are people out there that put out good content that, that don't break like 10,000 views. Oh yeah. All the and time. I, I, it, it's a little disheartening. It's just, it is a sign that like we, like the country we live in, it's, it, it's just, it's gone. So when, 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 when these, when these losers, and that's what these people are, they're losers, they're dumb, can't spell, they're violent. Yes. Uh, all, all they, all they really have to offer literally is sex and violence. That's all they have to offer, which, which is like the most primitive. There's no intellectual stimulation. There's, there's no ideas there. There's no real, there's, there's no emotional angle to anything, but like perfect contrast is the Metallica song unforgiven. I, 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 I do like James Hetfield's lyrics. Like I, I for, for, you know, not not just Early the first days. four, not just for, yeah, but like Black Album and back. I don't like the music on the Black Album, but I don't mind the lyrics on uh, a lot of the songs. But there there is some real raw emotion in the construction of that song, uh, and it, it it is it is like a perfect contemporary rock song, and then all the stuff that we see. You know what? Like one thing we don't really cover is contemporary rock because it's so bland and generic and, and there's, there's no testosterone. It's so anemic. It's so soulless that there's nothing to say other than these guys are not manly. And there's, there's no other way to say it other than like, there's no aggression and it just doesn't rock. But that's what's given a rise to this nonsense to bad baby who, who is basically just an internet whore. Like that's it. Not just because she has an only fans, but like her whole thing is like just, she was on Dr. Phil acting like an imbecile. And then from then on she, Oh look, she, uh, she did a song called baby face savage featuring Tory lanes and another, and a TikTok dance compilation video featuring Tory lanes. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. She's geeked featuring little baby. This is, this is, this is, this is so pathetic that this is, 
that this, this person's is considered connected. A, well, not just that, that but that, that, this is that rap is a culture. <clears throat> like this, this is so bad. Like like now, like I'm I'm starting to get like actually like depressed okay. that rap exists. Like first, I, I was having a good time, just kind of. Hey, bringing Chris it Brown's but, choking people. <laughs> yeah, like you know, bringing it down to size, having having a laugh. Like, like, look at this. Like, like, look at these people. Like, we're, you know, we're 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 taking them to the cleaners, the metaphorically. Hip hop, Chrissy. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but now it, it's it's just I I see the same names over and over. Uh, they're, they're all, they're all basically it's, do you remember that key and peel sketch where they're doing like the, the NFL draft and, and, yeah, the, we, and we've mentioned it. A little yeah. Bit. But that that's just feels like the rap lineup. Like it, it's just like the, the worst people <laughs> ever. And okay. You can have a career and you'll, you'll be a millionaire. This is <laughs> so bad. Well, and I just pulled up this article about bad baby made bank on OnlyFans. Now what? And it's trying to say that uh, she's talking about what she learned after she and her mother went on Dr. Phil in 26, 2016 for a segment titled I want to give up my car stealing knife wielding twerking 13 year old daughter who tried to fame me for a frame me for a crime as she boasted about her transgressions and the audience chuckled over her youthful braggadocio she i don't have to explain that part but you know she the article says that danielle brigoli was thrust into the spotlight on dr phil with the catchphrase cash me outside seven years later she's navigating fame on her own terms they're like like I, w- I look. I don't ever advocate. Her. <laughs> I don't ever advocate for violence. But if someone just punched her in the mouth and told her to shut up and behave, I I I would salute that person. Yeah, Bergoli is profoundly hungover. It's a few days before her twentieth birthday, and uh, she's on her second Postmates order of the day: a turkey and provolone on rye, the size of a softball. She's taking hits off a of vape while draping her diminutive legs over the lap of a man who seems psychologically incapable of looking up from his phone. When pressed about him, Brigoli's manager Dan Roof smirks and says they are hanging out. Suffice to say, I can report that they were watching and enjoying Cocaine Bear before my arrival. This just sounds like a wonderful life. Yeah, and, and she got twenty three ninety nine dollars a month. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's worth every penny. <laughs> this the Sorry. and, and like, like like honestly, this is your brain on rap. And she's um she's historical because uh, she's historic. Oh yeah. Oh oh, uh, she's historic. You know, historic. You like that word? Five years ago, she became the youngest female rap artist to debut on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with. Guess get what song guess, was the the song. it's these hoes yeah oh you're you're hot yeah. today you're on yeah, yeah, you're yeah. on fire yeah that was her <laughs> first song yeah wait, oh wait. she lives in her own sprawling mansion in Woodland Hills California surrounded by dozens of collectible bare brick figurines 
What is that? What's a bear brick figurine? I, I don't know. I was hoping you could. And is it? Does it have to deal with the cocaine bear? I don't know. Well, maybe she's just into bears, so she just watched Cocaine Bear because <laughs> it had bear in the name. Well, I think she'd probably do it because she's like, well, I could act like a bear while I do this whole bag of cocaine. Well, what, what do you mean, act like a bear? I don't know. She probably does a bunch eat a, of cocaine. Eat a, like a, and, eat a barrel, of, like eat a smackle of honey. Yeah. Not yeah, like I, Winnie the Pooh. I'd share I'd share a jar of honey with a bear. I think that'd be cool. A cocaine bear? Not a cocaine bear. Do you know the real story of the cocaine bear? I I don't very unfamiliar. Okay, so the, um I didn't see the movie and I'm sure it's terrible. But yeah, the true story like a, like a bear did get into a bunch of cocaine and then just died. <laughs> like the movie portrays it as like being like a like a a super beast where it just right, goes on just, a cocaine fueled rampage. Yeah, but yeah, the reality was the, the bear like a bear did get into some cocaine that was like that some some drug smugglers Hey, like, hey, Larry, you got enough uh, cocaine to kill a bear there. Be careful with that. I won't yeah. kill a bear. Oh, shit, I killed a oh, crap. Oh, yeah, it just, it, yeah, a bear got into it and it died. Yeah, like that. That's the true story of cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah, what's up? You can die from that? <laughs> well, bear can. You know, like how dogs can't eat chocolate. You know, bears can't have cocaine. That's how it works. I was like, it, uh, Eastbound and down, and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, Mister So and So took too many painkillers and he passed away." And, and Kenny Powers is like, "Oh, you could die from that." <laughs> <laughs> Did you say don't watch the third and fourth season? I didn't say that. Okay, I say I say watch it, watch away, watch it a couple times. <laughs> okay, I just watched the. Someone told me to watch it, and they said stop watching after the second season. So I did, and I, I didn't remember if that was you because I, I know you you swear by that show. No, I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> it is a good show. I I, I think that show. Have is you good. watched the whole thing? No, I I, just, I literally just said I stopped watching after the second season. I oh, just okay. said that. <laughs> <laughs> you you should be a rapper. I I I think I do have some lyrics somewhere. <laughs> don't need lyrics all you need to do is is be a a, a pathetic degenerate and then the, talk about what million. i do during my day you don't need to know just fight what because from what what it looks like is most people don't write their own lyrics they get like what you do is act act like a like a caveman like worse than a caveman just only you know listen to your 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 reptile brain uh, indulge yourself in whatever carnal pleasures you can, and then someone else writes your songs for you. Because it doesn't matter. Your music doesn't matter. What matters is your tabloid image. Because that, that's what rappers are. It, they're, they're tabloid bait. Except instead of it being seen as a negative thing, they're all celebrated. This is the state of... of of pop music is you have a, a, a bunch of gosh, they're, they're like parodies of people, but they're treated as they're, they're, they're rubbing elbows with like actual thinkers. Like, can you find uh Neil deGrasse Tyson meeting with Cardi B Doja cat or Nicki Minaj? Can you see if that happened? Just type like Google Neil deGrasse Tyson and like 
and rapper. I I know I know he did. I know he met up with one of them. Not because like I have a a memory of it happening. I just know it happened. He had B.O.B. Is that a rapper? I think so. What did he do? What did he do with him? Neil deGrasse Tyson debuts B.O.B. diss track. Did Neil deGrasse is Neil deGrasse Tyson rapping now? <laughs> that what is this? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Astrophysicist meets- Neil deGrasse Tyson has issued a response to B.O.B.'s diss track. Disc oh, oh yeah, 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 that's right. Black, yeah, yeah, okay, black, I do know black. that. I do know okay. B.O.B. Yeah, he's a flat earther. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> right. He? Yes, okay. I, oh, that's awesome. I didn't, know about, <laughs> I didn't know about this diss track, but I did know about this B.O.B., this flat earth rapper. Flat to fact. Yeah, okay, uh, so here's Neil He's DeGrasse. getting involved with the astrophysicist. Neil deGrasse Tyson meets with the Jizza. I'm just going to type in Neil deGrasse Tyson. What did you Tyson. just say? Uh, something gross. Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> Cardi B. I'm just going to type that and see if that more posts on. Okay. All right. So he, it doesn't look like he, he met with Cardi B. All right. Well, uh, oh, he's uh, missing out. Nicki Minaj. We'll see. Maybe he did that one. No, uh, no, nah, nah, it doesn't look like that. Okay. All right. So Neil deGrasse Tyson, he, okay. May, may, maybe the, maybe he did not uh, rub elbows with these degenerates but it still doesn't change the fact that cardi b interviewed joe biden in the 2020 campaign trail like why are you having an illiterate stripper interview a a presidential candidate like the kids are into these days yeah well it's what they want the kids to be into these days yeah but that that, that, you know that it's neither here nor there The, the the point is the point stands that an illiterate stripper is interviewing a presidential candidate. This is about, this is the world we're in about, like, about healthcare, higher education, police brutality, and and all those wonderful things. All these things that one don't uh, apply to Cardi B, and two above all else, Cardi B absolutely doesn't understand. <laughs> she calls him Joey B. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, that's funny uh, that, it's like too much of a joke it's literally like the idiocracy with the yeah the president, president like Camacho. Camacho yeah, he's just shooting into the <laughs> hey look at me oh, I don't think it's bad with the economy damn <laughs> you could have whatever you like <laughs> Yeah, I, I told you it's a good song Yes, please listen to Weird Al Alpocalypse. It is fantastic. <laughs> it's so good. It's not necessarily metal, but there is it is so so good. Weird Al has never done a metal parody. No, I guess it smells like Teen Spirit, the closest. It smells like Nirvana. Oh yeah, it smells like Nirvana. No, I'd say the closest is on that same album. It's off the deep end that has smells like Nirvana. The, his polka track uh, has uh, Cherry Pie, Dr. Feelgood, and Inter Sandman. Oh, okay. That's, I'd say, is the closest. Is He's put metal songs in his uh, polka track in the 90s. Yeah, I didn't realize he had so many medleys. With the uh, every, every album has a polka medley. 
Yeah. So right now, Polka Face is my favorite. Polka, Polka Face is the best song on, on that track. And, and it's really good. And it also just shows you how good those songs sound with the thrash drum beat. <laughs> yeah, I did have that. I mean, maybe it's, it's Polka, but it's shut up. It's the thrash drum beat. It's in polka music with a thrash drum beat. It's fantastic. It's really fast. It's 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 a it's a great song. Yeah, and um, yeah, that that weird. You know, we'll we'll talk before we before we go to the break. So I saw a thing from Weird Al saying that he he doesn't plan on putting an album out ever again. And I was like, whoa, what? whoa, hold on. Yeah, like you can't, you can't hang yeah. it up. Whoa, 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 whoa. But then I, I read on and he specifically like used the phrase album because he said there's too much pressure to put all the, the amount of songs together and, uh, and have timely parodies of, of what's current, which what, what one, my first takeaway was because pop music is just dead now. So like all, all that's popular is, is just terrible, soft rock and, uh, awful, like dumb, dumb rap, bitch. <laughs> that's every rap song. And so like, you can't, you can't really do clever parodies. And then what he, what he was saying was like, he'll still make songs. He just won't put them out an album form. He could just do singles. I mean, yeah, that's what that's what it now. sounds like. He's just going to do it, and he's just going to do it at his own pace instead of just. Like, I'd like to see him live. That would be. I've never seen him. I would too. I, I've I've had several opportunities to do it, and then just every time I was just like, eh, well, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next yeah, that's time. That's the worst. And now it's like, oh crap! There, that that might have been the last time. Yeah, yeah. Because Weird Al is old. It's like yes. It's it's easy to for, to forget that because he doesn't look early. Old. Early eighties is when he was came out. Well, I, I think his his first single was like it was the My Baloney, and I think that was in <laughs> like the seventies because it, it was played on been. on uh, Doctor Demento. Oh, okay. Yeah, nineteen seventy six. Goodness. Yeah, he did. Uh, actually, I think he did something before. Um, my baloney and then he, but he did my baloney my balona and um another one rides the bus which that song is so <laughs> stupid <laughs> but i'm okay with it but yeah that was another 19 on. that another was 19 on. <laughs> yeah that one's 1980 yeah the my balona was was 1979 wow yeah so his his first recording was 1978 take me down on the lp slow grown as a benefit for the economic opportunity commission of san luis obispo county and it was an original song as far as i know but yeah so he's been around since the 70s and we say that it's like you know iron maiden's been around since the 70s and they're still touring with Weird Al is, is, is different. It's not like he's not in the, the shape to do it. And, you know, there are older artists out and about, but like Weird Al is, is very much uh, a niche product. Like he is, he is, uh, he is his own kind of dinosaur. I'm just check his website right now. See if there is tour coming up. Uh, 
Uh, and he has 1.2 nope. million monthly followers or listeners on uh, Spotify. Don't like, well, okay. All right. Uh, and, you know, what is bad? What's bad baby have for, con- for contrast? On. 1.7 million. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. And Weird, Weird Al has a, 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 a near 50 year career with many uh, original and great parody songs, uh, really like really good musicians in his band, uh, uh, his own movie he had a TV yeah. show. Like, he, like he is like an, like an actual artist and bad baby is, is just, just disgusting, filthy trash that got famous for, being tabloid trash and that and that's all this is like rap is it's it's just tabloid sensationalism that's it that that's it so uh what 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 song we got this week well this song this week we got a really cool band uh they go by the name of armageddon and it's sweet pain so yeah sweet pain armageddon Check them out. They're awesome. And thank you for sending that track to us. Hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go.
And we're back. Thank you, Armageddon, for that. That was Sweet Pain by Armageddon. And, you know, we do have an update that uh, Tanner Poppet had made the documentary for Heretic. And that is quickly being, you know, tickets are going. And probably by the next broadcast, the tickets will be sold out. So go. Uh, you can go check out our, our uh, Discord for the links for that. Or reach out to us or Tanner directly or the band Heretic. But it's going to be a great time. Um, it's a great theater. I think it's the Starlight Cinemas in Lakewood, California. It's going to be a great time with everybody. But um, I had a question for AC here. Um, you know, we could either go talk about another rapper with a stupid name doing stupid things. Or do you have like a favorite song from a, from a TV show? I do have a favorite song from a TV show. And and, oh, and I'm, I'm assuming you mean like theme song, like, you know, everywhere you look, like something like that. That's what you mean, right? That is not what I mean. I mean oh. like a song that's just featured, you know, like uh, either an original from from the show, uh, you know, trying to think of, of, a, of a good example. The Full House theme is not what you, I, I, that's not I an example of what you're looking for? No, no, we're going deeper, like a song played in the episode, not the theme song. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, did you ever watch that show Breaking Bad? I did. Okay, so there was uh, there was one episode. Um, I don't remember. It's in the second season, but uh, Walter and Jesse are meeting in a convenience store. I guess 7-Eleven okay. type deal. And there's a song playing on the radio. It's the, it's a song by a guy Why named. Are you laughing? This is a song called into the night by a guy named Benny Mardonas. And the first line is she's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. This is. <laughs> <laughs> separated by fools <laughs> don't know what love is yeah <laughs> now the the song itself this the song is fine but just look up that music video benny mardona's into the night if i could fly i'd lift you up i'd take you into the night It'd show you a love like you'd never seen, never seen. It's <laughs> just look up the music video. I, I like, I do like the song, but a lot of it is, it, it just reminds me of the music video. It's, it's one of the most ridiculous things you'll ever see. And I, I think it is one of those pre MTV music videos. It's, it's, it's really good. But is that what you're looking for? A song that's played in a TV show? Sort of. Yeah. So Benny Mardone is, is, he's no longer with us, but th that song into the night. Oh man. It's a really good one. Uh, written by Robert Tepper, who did the, the famous, uh, okay. there's no easy way out. There's no shortcuts. home. Great song. I think it's Rocky Three. I think four. Three is Eye of the Tiger. What's wrong with you? 
Well, I have the tiger. Even I know that. How do you not know what songs are in Rocky Four? That's the only reason to ro- to watch Rocky Four the, is for the sound. Burning Heart by Survivor. That's a great song too. Yes, it is. And the sweetest victory was more than love itself. That Hearts song. On fire. The, oh, that one's great too. Yes. Uh, I don't know which one of those well, I are, like the most. Soundtracks. Yeah, and those were original songs for the soundtrack. Because nowadays you have you have movies, you know, like like Guardians of the Galaxy, where they have all these old songs, or like uh, Goodfellas, where it was another example, where they just take these these period appropriate songs and kind of demonstrate like the era. And that was a movie that had just a bunch of original songs written for it. I I, I generally don't really like Rocky Four because it's Ivan Drago. I like Ivan Drago, but there, but there's like stuff with like a, a robot. Like there's a lot of weird stuff in that movie. Well, and he just like lost everything. Who's Stallone or Rocky? Rocky. What did he lose? His, uh, Polly like invested their money and oh. lost everything. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, and maybe that's the next movie. Because in Rocky Five, he's like poor. I've I have never seen Rocky Five. I don't know anything about Rocky Five with uh, uh, Tommy Gun. I'll take your word for it. Do you know who that is? Uh, the boxer. No. Oh well, there's an interesting uh, like ESPN thirty for thirty on him, but he was like an up and coming boxer. He's like twenty one years old, acting in Rocky Five. Um, but yeah, he ended up getting like a lot of like, I don't know, bad, uh, diseases and stuff. He's doing a lot of, it's a, yeah, just, yeah. Look up Tommy Gunn. <laughs> no, right. what I, where I was going with your favorite song was with, uh, from South Park. Push it to the limit. Oh, not that one. Two beef tacos in his hood. Yes. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. Tell me more. Tell me more about this song that I like. Well, apparently, as you know, South Park will sometimes do uh, parodies on real life people, whether it's like Mel Gibson. Only, only sometimes they do that. They don't do it that often. <laughs> yeah, they don't do it as often as you actually like would think. After Act, not so much, honestly, out. not so much anymore. Okay, you want to? I, I, okay, all right. I I did watch the most recent south park season and it was like this was the first time i had watched like every episode in a season of south park probably since like the third season okay but granted it was much easier because there's only like six or seven episodes it was was super short i know it's shorter than the fourth the first season but um there was one thing you may not have noticed do you know who andrew tate is sounds familiar so he's this guy, he, he's basically just uh, a pimp and, and he just, he just sex traffics young oh, girls God. in, in, uh, like Eastern Europe. And, and he does, he was like a kickboxer and I think his, his dad was, was in the CIA and, and he was like a, a chess player or something. A lot, a lot of questionable details about this guy, but 
he does this thing like where he says like you 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 got you know you have to you have to be a real man and that's how you know women that's where what'll make women like you like he does he does a thing called like hustler you where he he where you like you pay him money and then he he brings you into some chat uh and then and it's just like a bunch of incels just kind of just kind of t- you know talking about various techniques for picking up women in, instead of just uh getting in shape getting their life in order and just just talk to to women like you know don't don't treat them like a like a a a wild game that you're hunting that you know if you step on a branch you'll spook them and they'll run away you know you just just talk to them and then eventually you'll you'll get good at doing it and your people will treat you like you're normal but no no you pay this guy money and then like he's always smoking cigars and drinking bourbon and he and he he's like a total chauvinist like he he converted to islam as like an excuse to to legally beat women like like really the guys the guys trash the, the guys trash and he's not trash cuz he hates women or like a lot of these reasons that these these people try to to meme him as like he's he's a, he's a total op but he he's just a scumbag and like when you have like multimillionaires like pimps like literal pimps not like how rappers say they're pimps but no like he sex traffics women and like went to jail for it Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Uh, there's a parody of Andrew Tate at, uh, like Randy throws that party. Remember like the, the kids, you need a spring break. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Andrew Tate is the guy who's like, he's holding the bourbon and the cigar that's there at the end. And they're like, oh, it's that Romanian sex trafficker, but he's not Romanian. Like he, he just, he was just in Romania when he was doing it. But that, yeah, oh that was, God. but that Terrible. was Andrew Tate, but, but it, but it was, yeah, but it was weird that they just didn't call him Andrew Tate. Like at that point, just like you, you've made fun of everyone else. Like even Biggie. Yeah. Like you made fun of like everybody. everybody. I, I recently watched the episode where, um, where they kill off chef mm. Yeah. And they, they kill him off in such a, an undignified, embarrassing way. Cause clearly they, they were really mad at Isaac wasn't Hayes it, for leaving the show. Wasn't that like the child molester? Yeah. The, the super adventure or, group. Yes. Yes. And then he, he discovered there was a thing called, uh, Marklons. And then when you have sex with a little boy, it gives you immortality forever. Like that's stupid. Is it more stupid than the the modern religions more stupid than uh, Buddha being under a tree for twenty years? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, then like Chef is crossing a bridge, and then it gets struck by lightning, and then he gets lit on fire, and then like it lands on a spike, and then like a lion and a bear uh, <laughs> just like rip him apart. Then he empties his bowels. Like it's like a really really brutal, undignified portrayal of a character's death. And, and chef was there since the beginning. Like, I'm pretty sure he's in that first short film. I I may be wrong about that, but I know he's in the first episode. He's the first character that they see. That's a member of the town. It's Salisbury steak day. Children. Did you see the media (laughs) shower last night? Like he's there from the beginning. And then 
and then they just kill him off in a really funny way. Yeah, so it's weird that they just did not name Andrew Tate, especially because Andrew Tate's not a very well-liked guy. Like, he's he's only liked by by really damaged young men that are, are just desperate for a father figure. I don't understand how he's, like, free. I guess I got to look him up more. I'm guessing, even, it, well, his dad is was in the CIA, so I'm sure that that's... Uh, that plays a part of it. Well, just upon just initial like looking, apparently he's like involved with like uh, the UFC. And yeah, he, he was a kickboxer. Yeah, yeah. I see this uh, like a professional one. This article written 16 hours ago. It says UFC star fighter Sean O'Malley does not let his wife sleep with other men due to Andrew Tate's influence. <laughs> like, that is a weird reason to not let your wife sleep with other men. I would think you would want your wife to not sleep with other men because she's your wife. Oh, okay. No, I get it. I get it. Never mind. He's he's saying because he met Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was I was misinterpreting. I thought that was like okay because of uh, Andrew Tate is a man. I don't want you around. So you're not sleeping with other. That's how I initially took that. Well, no, no, no. But, but he, yeah, he was just like, oh, I met Andrew Tate, and because of him, I won't let my wife sleep with other men. Well, that might not necessarily be true because it says Sean O'Malley practices a polygamous relationship with his wife. Well, that Meaning that. Well, but if he doesn't let her sleep with other men, then maybe he lets her sleep with other women. Okay. I mean that yeah, that that's how I would that's how I would take that. Weird. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and Andrew Tate is just a total. He's just a total piece of trash. And his dad was in the CIA, and now he's popular for saying really basic, stupid things. And he's like he he's the other side of of this social media like coin. Like you you have like these like these these people that are just like these reptile brains that they're they're gravitating towards these rappers and then these these people that think that they're more intellectuals but like both sides of, of this coin are, are just like the broken people that live in this broken world and then they're gravitating towards andrew tate because you have one side gravitating towards the rappers because they want to be crappy they want to be trash and then you have these people gravitating towards andrew tate because they see him with his bourbon and his cigars and like all his women and his big house and his cars and they're like yeah i want to be successful like that but um you you cannot be successful like that by following any kind of advice that this guy gives you like literally have dad be in cia have have connections to be propelled to stardom profit like that's it that's what most people really don't realize like they are, they are chasing the american dream but the american dream is dead if you want that american dream you better be the son of someone famous or daughter you'd be daughter of someone famous like that's it that's how no it goes. more self-made no no one and, and as we found all these people that are self-made they they have been connected to very questionable people and it's very unclear how they became connected with them like and and they all called themselves self-made after other people made them like that that is the 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 lowest form of trickery 
Yeah, we got really off topic. Let's go back to this episode of South Park because this is this is funny. Okay. I I like yeah. this. Makes me feel okay. better than talking about. I don't know if you're going to take my bait on that one or not. No, I didn't. Well, I mean, yeah, this was the thing that I found, but I didn't know if you wanted to to get started on it before I did. But yeah, I was. Um, I Jennifer Lopez hated her South Park parody, and it caused members of her team to get fired. Which is funny because it it <laughs> caused really members of her bad. team to get fired. No, I, almost certainly it caused her to fire her members of her team. Yes, exactly. What happened is they they probably she probably got really mad, and someone said like, "Oh, I thought the episode was funny," and then she's like, "What?" Because I've no I've known this about her, not because like I'm special, but this was just a thing that was known about her. Like Jennifer Lopez was like like infamously cruel to people long before that episode of South Park. Like that episode was based on her reputation. And I, I'm I'm sure that Trey Parker and Matt Stone had a little more insight than other people. Cause I want to say they, they came to some awards ceremony. Like one of them was wearing the dress that she wore to was some that, awards ceremony. Okay. Oh yeah. That, that one in like 2000 or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometime like that. I can't remember what it was. I just remember that they were wearing one of them was wearing the dress that Jennifer Lopez wore and the other was wearing a dress some other woman wore. So, uh, they, they, they probably got some, you know, some nasty gram, like maybe through osmosis from Jennifer Lopez about her, like being pissed that. <laughs> you they were, <laughs> yeah. And that's really, that's so South funny. Park episode. Yeah. She, yeah. she, yeah. And, and it was all, almost, dude, it had to be, unless like the, this article, we, I, I guess we can just get into it. Because it, it is it is funny that that episode, mo- most of the South Park parodies they're they're not real. Like you know, Bar- Barbara Streisand cannot turn into a robot lizard. Sidney like Poitier it. can't turn into a, a, a giant turtle. You know, to, like, Tom Tom Cruise doesn't literally go in people's closets and, and not come out there, and he doesn't like research a role by packing fudge. Did you know that Tom Cruise, he like, I want to say like he, he researched a role by like working at the post office or something. Which role was that? I don't know. He, he, some role where he was like, I don't know, like a mailman or something. I don't know, but he did that. Like there, but there was a video going around of, of him delivering mail. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah, like you can tell it, it's clearly him. It and uh, but yeah, so that that's probably what they base it. Like, look, there's Tom Cruise packing fudge. Packing fudge. Well, yeah. you're, you're putting fudge in a package. You're, you're packing fudge. No. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, and you know Mel Gibson doesn't like twist his nipples. And yeah, and dance around like a, like Daffy Duck. Yeah, like that's like these are all exaggerations. The the Jennifer Lopez one is probably the most accurate, like because all she is is just talking down to people, and and she had that reputation. So she like, didn't like her portrayal on South Park. No, and I I know I I've seen <laughs> I, I've seen the compilation. There's a compilation on YouTube. It's like celebrities reacting to their uh, their South Park appearances. Well, I know someone who thought that South Park actually did a good job of representing them. It was a Caesar Milan. Yes, it was. Yeah. He, he, he (laughs) had the, the most positive reaction to it. I know they helped his career like a lot. Probably. I know Kanye West didn't really care 
I know he was like, yeah, you know, they did it. And it's the, like, like he, yeah, he, he, he was mostly cool with it. I remember that. I, I thought he would have had a meltdown, but mostly peaceful. Yeah. Well, it wasn't mostly peaceful, like, like a CNN, mostly peaceful, but it was like, in general, <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't, I thought he would have had a meltdown over it. I know Russell Crowe was like some employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have done Does that. Russell Crowe actually fight people? Like that was that was a that, that's a yes. one. Uh, like he These did have like violence. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> they're known to be over five feet tall, and they're known to kick with their legs. He didn't fight people like that. He wasn't, you know, fighting around the world. But what he. Is- uh, yeah, he he did get into violent altercations with people and uh, like gladiator around Violet. that time, like when he was like at the top of the world. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's he awesome. he his he was known for being like a hothead. Come on, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he did make bad music. That was also real. You can you oh, can hear his funny. music. Let's see if we can get him on the show. Talk about his yes. music career. He's just a call away, folks. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, yeah, I heard he was like kind of sad about it. Like, uh, you know, I know Tom Cruise was, I know Tom Cruise was not flattered by the episode. Yeah. Cause Russell, Russell Crowe was like, well, I, you know, I, I wish they portrayed me in a more flattering light, but you know, they're funny guys and I wish them the best, which is basically slang for they embarrassed me. And, um, I kind of, no, yeah. And I, yeah, I kind of wish that they didn't. And there's no way for me to, <laughs> to, to react without looking like the, the clown show they portrayed me as. Yeah. I, I and I can't remember most of them. They're just waiting, uh, to watch a commercial. So they had to watch a show to watch that commercial. And it was like. 10 seconds. It was just showing, uh, the Terrence and Philip. Uh, yeah. They're waiting to logo. watch an ad. Yeah. Like, think, yeah. Think about that. They're, they're, they're waiting to watch an advertisement and call their friends and ask if they saw it. Well, yeah, but that, you know, that, that was their reaction to watching, but I'm just, I'm just putting it in perspective. Yes. They're, they're waiting. Like imagine like waiting for a billboard to be erected. You don't do that. Uh, me personally, uh, I do all the time, but I'm asking right. you, like imagine. Yes. Yeah. Do you, you, you do that, right? All the time. Okay, good. Yeah. But that, that yeah, was, I, that was the point of, of the episode is the, yeah, just that, that's the world we're in where, cause normally, you know, these ads are intrusive, but there was a time cause now everybody hates ads. Like everybody hates and uh, that's why people pay their their extra five dollars a month for whatever Spotify or, or HBO, yeah, to to not have the ads. And yeah, this was a time when when people wanted the ads because they were tricked into wanting it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So apparently, uh, there were some lawsuits from South Park. South Park is caught in the middle of a major $500 million lawsuit between Warner Brothers and Paramount. If I had to guess why, I would say because, um, um, because the show was on Comedy Central and I think Paramount owns Comedy Central. If I had to guess, yeah, because it's just a random thing. Dreaming Um, Wars? uh, No. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, by the way, did you watch that South Park 25th anniversary concert? Um, I watched a little bit of it. Dude, that, that was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. Really? Yes. Oh, it, it, it's so cool. Cause I, I just saw it. It was just on YouTube and I was like, ah, whatever. You know, I'll, I'll give this a watch. I, I like, I like South Park. I'll, I'll watch South Park you know, live. Uh, and, um, I mean, it's not South Park live. It's just the song. And it, it was, it was, re- it was really cool. And, uh, yeah, so I'll just, I'll just go over, see if I can find the, the list here. The set uh, list? Yeah. Cause it, it was, it, <laughs> it was cool. Really cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there, there's both versions of the South Park theme song. Cause you know, it has, it has like a weird theme song now. It has that, that, that like sound in it now. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Cause it, you know, cause the original, the original one was just that going down South Park. I want to have myself a time. Yeah. And then now there's like some weird effects on it. It's a weird, it's a weird version. They played both versions of that and the, um, and the, the closing track, uh, montage. You need a montage, a sports training montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Uh, gay fish. The good one, Kanye. Gave it. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, now this was a, wasn't a South Park song, but they did "Closer to the Heart" with Alex Lifeson and Getty Lee playing, and um, uh, Matt Stone played drums. <laughs> Let's fighting love. <laughs> Gosh dang it. You don't, do you not remember that one? What was it? Let's fighting love. Maybe. Let's fighting love. Kick off to do and put hell. Let's go. Cook on the no and protect my balls. I know he's actually speaking Japanese. He's not just saying nonsense words. He's speaking like really bad Japanese that they, they played that one. Uh, fun with weapons. It's a good episode. Uh, Kyle's mom. Oh yeah, that was good. Classic. Yeah, that was, yeah, it's a classic. That was in the movie, I believe. Uh, it was originally in a in an episode. It was in the movie, but it, it wasn't an episode before the movie. I, I'm he was pretty doing sure. Like a river dance with it or something too. Yeah, the movie is more elaborate. <laughs> when, when Cartman does blackface, you remember what that. Happened? Cartman does blackface during the part where it's like, talk to kids from around the world. It oh, might go a little yeah. bit, something like this. And then at the end, there's like the Africans, but Cartman really survived it all. Yes. Uh, what would Brian Boitano do? I know there's, I know there's more. Uh, I, I can't, uh, the whole, the whole set, uh, America F. Yeah. Wasn't that the, uh, America. Yeah. Yeah. Team America. America, Yeah. That was, I think that was the last song they played. I think they did San Diego. They did Jack in it in San Diego, which is a really good song. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. yes. Butters theme song. Yep. Yep. Have you heard about my robot friend? That's Butters singing. I do like that one. Yeah. They have the voice modifiers to do it, but yeah. um, Yeah. The robot friend. That's a really funny one. Lemmy wings. 
Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's 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 a, it's a really it's a really good set list. Like, because it, it's not like like maybe you if you if you are a fan of South Park, they there's a lot of songs that they do that are. They they have a lot of really good songs. Like if find find a um there is a a YouTube video. It's just like all the songs Cartman sang. And <laughs> my my do you have a favorite Cartman song? I like when do you remember when they're playing like uh might not Poker be face? his song, but no. Oh yeah, it was that when he was doing the uh, rock band. <laughs> I don't give a crap about hippie or I don't give a crap about whales and go and hug a tree. Meh, 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 meh. No, Cartman's version of I I will not listen to Lady Gaga's version of Poker Face. I will listen to Cartman's version, and that yeah, version was so cool. popular they put it in Rock Band. No way, the Cartman version. Yeah, good. good ma, 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 ma. Oh 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 oh. Carried my, carried my. I I don't not in that episode. That was the Whale Wars episode when he was in uh dressing as like Britney Spears. Oh yeah, you like my body? Justin, touch my body, my sexy titties. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's a playlist of it's just all the songs Cartman sang, and yeah, uh, so it's um, social distancing, see people and me, let's come together as a school. What would Brian Boitano do? Kyle's mom, Poker Face, make it right. You're gonna make, make it right. Uh, you got to do what you want to do. I think that's the high school musical song. That episode's pretty funny. Finger bang. Yeah. Classic <laughs> song. I like that episode. Uh, the only memeing I'll ever do. I believe that's from the episode faith Hill in it. Faith Hill in it. A uh, dog's no, crew theme song. I'm the dog, the I'm big the dog. bad dog. A poochu train. Uh, that's clearly Mr. Hanky one. I just don't remember that one. Put it down. Give life a try. Our love grows. Minorities at my water park. <laughs> In my safe space. I like that one. It's a beautiful day. Okay, this one was really good. I swear. That's when it was like the Cupid Cartman, and he was like trying to set up Token and uh, Nicole. <laughs> and I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky. Okay, this one's my favorite Cartman song. Swiss Colony Beef Log. <laughs> I swear it's calling the beef log, baby. I swear it's calling the beef log. If do you remember Swiss Colony Beef Log? I don't remember Swiss Colony okay. Beef. Okay. So look that song up. It has this really awesome 80s synth sound. And it 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 it, it sounds like a perfect 80s song. It it's really, really awesome. Like I'd never heard it before and I just randomly saw it on one of these playlists because one day I was just like, I'm going to listen to South Park song. And that one came up. I'd never heard it before. And it just, the, the, the intro sounds so cool. And it, the song is silly. It's about Cartman eating a kind of like Christmas meat. And it just, it just has this really perfect synth sound. I, I, it's great. And I wish more songs utilize that. And then uh, Bubble Goose, which was from the Chef Aid album, which I bought when it came out. Uh, all, all the songs from Faith Plus One. That episode is really good. Christian Rockhard. That that episode is so funny. Like what the album? The, there's a Mur album. 
uh, myrrh. <laughs> Our albums go, go gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We don't have platinum records. But, uh, that, that also has a really good appearance from Sergeant Yates when they're just, da- oh, you downloaded some Judas Priest. We didn't think it was a big deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> if, if, as long as people like you keep downloading music for free, artists will be confined to a life of only semi luxury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Swiss Colony B Flog has, uh, 859,000 views or, plays on spotify, spotify. yeah we has got 12.2 thousand monthly listeners i yeah. like i like that that he's got more listens than uh bad baby that's good it yeah. is it's funny well, he has more than um weird al well that's just a play on a song weird al has a lot more monthly listeners oh i thought you said he had cartman has t- uh 12 million monthly listeners no 12.2 thousand Oh, 12.2,000, sorry. I thought it was 12 yeah, yeah. million. Okay. No, no. All right, that's not that He's bad. got some work to do. Yeah, no, Cartman, you know, get those numbers up. It's rookie numbers, kid. Uh, what really happened on 9-11? Faith plus one. Uh, third grade memories. I like that one. That, that, okay, that episode is really funny. The one where they tried to send Timmy back in time to the uh, third grade. <laughs> Like when they first meet Miss Chokes on Dick, like before they go into the class, they're like, let's all, let's all jump up on the desk and say, kiss my ass at the same time. And then Cartman's the only one that does it. (laughs) And she's like, young man, you have a lot of growing up to do. He's like, I'm trying. You must feel really stupid right now. Oh, I'm sure I do. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can live together. I don't remember that one. I've got a golden ticket. Um, that was during one of his scams. That was the Tourette's was, episode, I believe, episode, yeah, which, uh, which is also another great episode. Why don't you go ahead and have a seat there? Why don't you, no, why don't you go have a seat? The mountain town from the movie, the uh, Oh, Holy Night, where he's singing Oh, Holy Night. And it's about getting presents. Uh, California <laughs> loves the homeless. That's, it's another good song. <laughs> Now, super fun time. I'm guessing that is that the episode where Butters won't let go of his hand until the field trip's over. Oh, when they're in that colonial thing and the no one they won't break character and they're yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and the, uh, Cartman and Butters escape to go to the amusement park next door. I I think that's what that episode is because a lot of these songs I I don't recall. Like my my best friends I. I'm, I think that's the one from the Halloween episode that you guys, my best friends, I've always been together, thick and thin, the, the peas in a pod. Uh, I think it's that episode where Cartman, it's bearded Cartman's the evil one. And then, you know, Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I don't know this one, Ger- German dance. I don't know that one. But I do know this next one, Wild Wild West Rap, me and Artemis Clad Frog, <laughs> saving Selma Hayek, wicked bang bang, wicked bang bang. Uh, Somalian Pirates We, I know the episode, I don't remember the song, that episode's all right. And Hark the Herald Angels Sing. So this is Cartman's song playlist. Uh, how many views does this one have? It's on YouTube. i got to look for some views. Uh, do, do, do. I cannot see any. Oh, where are they? I know they're here. I don't know. But um, 
Oh, well, I'll just check here. Where is it? Uh, 694,000 views. Which is okay. pretty good. But yeah, um, Cartman's Poker Face, Swiss Colony Beef Log. <laughs> and <laughs> total, totally great song. South, South Park, they put a lot of effort into their songs. I really like the Aspen episode. I love, I love the montage song. It's too short, but it's, it's really, really good. Now back to Jennifer Lopez. Uh, uh, so, okay. So Jennifer Lopez caught in the cross hair of the show's creators. And one episode in particular had people quoting the show like crazy. The problem, <laughs> some of these people were on set with Lopez and it's been alleged that she had fired them for quoting the show. And that's funny. It, Oh Yeah. It caused members of her team to get fired. South Park caused members of her team to get fired. No, no, no. All she could have done was say, hey, I didn't like that episode. Don't talk about that around me. But instead, she just fired these. She she deprived these people of a way to feed their family because they quoted. They said, taco, taco, burrito, burrito. Taco, taco. And that's probably what they were quoting. They, they, they probably were not quoting the actual Jennifer Lopez, they were quoting Cartman's hand, AKA Mitch Connor. Mitch Connor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that they, they were probably doing that. Two beef tacos in his hole. Pop. Taco, taco, burrito, burrito. Taco, taco. Taco flavored kisses. Oh, Kyle, you look so handsome. This is he. Oh, it's all right. All right. All right. Let's take right. a look at the episode in question. Yeah. So they, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good, uh, parodies here. So according to Trey Parker, my favorite was, this is a quote. And I think it was because I wore her dress to the Oscars. And when we saw Jennifer <laughs> Lopez at a party and all Jennifer Lopez did was walk past me and push me. Okay. So I was right. Yeah. So they, they actually had a negative experience with her. That's what I, I figured because most of these celebrities, their uh, their parodies of them, they're not even actual parody. Like, sure, the like the Tom Cruise come out of the closet. Like, oh, jo John Travolta's in the closet with Tom Cruise. Like those, yeah, there there are rumors that like those two actors are gay. But other yeah. than that, the other than that, the most of the parodies they do of celebrities are so over the top that they're not even good parodies. It's, and it's just, it's just funny just how they're interacting with them. Like the, the, these hyper exaggerations of them, the but Jonas the <laughs> yeah, that too. Like <laughs> the Jonas <laughs> brothers parody is really funny. I like the song they're playing. <laughs> oh, what seems to be the problem? I do like the Mickey mouse uh, in that episode. The Disney is another, another, a good uh, topic yeah, they, for the show. Yeah. Right. But yeah, those uh, impersonations or whatever from these celebrities are usually just over the top and not not linked to anything. But the Jennifer Lopez one is probably the most grounded that they did because, like, she because she you know she doesn't shove a, a pineapple up <laughs> up her uh, you know oh, lady yeah, parts like Paris Hilton did, like, uh, and she's like oh, constantly yeah. coughing up like the you know the white stuff on her hand. Like, it, buy butters. <laughs> Yes, two hundred and fifty million. All right, butters, you do enough. You just go get yourself two hundred and fifty million dollars for us. All right, that but should buy us enough time to go ahead and get the check. What you call Mister Biggles? 
<laughs> yeah, I think so, Mr. Biggles. But what happened to the last Mr. Biggles? <laughs> Tinkerbell. They're all they all oh, just yeah. all our pets killed themselves. I like the yeah. one that stabbed itself. That was my favorite. <laughs> but all of them, they're they're so they're so far from reality that it's just like you kind of have to roll your eyes. But the Jennifer Lopez, all she did was just she was just cruel and just talking down to people. So that was probably ba- like they're probably like, all right. Let's give people a little peek behind the curtain because they didn't have to put her in an episode. Like this was like post Geely. So her star power was just like in the toilet at that time. Like Jen- Jennifer Lopez had basically lost relevancy and they, they probably just made that because like they had an ax to grind ag- against her for just, just being rude. Yeah, so the parody of Lopez in the episode was something that fans ate up for, but for Lopez, <laughs> there was no laughing matter. Mind you, the show already had a history of picking at her, and there was once an even awkward encounter. Now, with that type of history in place, Parker and Matt Stone poked Lopez at the now infamous so episode. So how did Lopez handle things after the episode aired? Allegedly not well. <laughs> So she fired workers for quoting the bit. <laughs> Let's see if we can find what the quotes were. Cause I bet it, it was them doing. Okay. So that was season seven. Okay. I thought that was a little earlier than that. Following the episode, it's rumored that Jennifer Lopez took swift action against people on set who quoted the episode. What set was it? Just, it was just on set. This had, wait, what was she on? Uh, maybe she was doing some type of movie. I guess. Made in Manhattan. Uh, wasn't that earlier than that? Possibly. Anyway, so Jennifer Lopez did not respond lightly to the season episode featuring her taco flavored kisses to Ben Affleck. <laughs> allegedly, yeah, how... hold on. Allegedly, Lopez okay. was already frustrated with South Park co-creator Parker after he wore a replica of her famous green Versace <laughs> Grammys gown to the 2000 Oscars, where Parker and Stone were nominated for Best Original <laughs> Song for the South Park movie. A Stone donned a pink dress and owed to Gwyneth Paltrow's 99 Best Actress winner look. So yeah, that that was the year they were nominated for Best Original Song and uh, Pop Quiz. What song was that? Was it taco flavored kisses? No, blame <laughs> Canada. Uh, okay, so it's before taco flavored kisses. Bummer. Yes. So close. Yes. As the sit pointed out, the episode itself was not the first time the show creators targeted Lopez. Circling back to the allegations, we have to admit that quoting something that clearly affected Lopez was probably not the best idea. Did they deserve to lose their jobs? Probably not. No, no, no. Definitely not. But was quoting the episode of Massive Misstep? Absolutely was. Yeah, it, it is a dumb thing. Like if someone is uh, like sensitive to something, to like, you can wait till you're, you're yeah, you can wait till you're home to start like Make making fun of. fun of your boss. Yeah. Make sure you do it behind their back, not in front of them. Exactly. Always like look. Always <laughs> make fun of people behind their back. Come on. Yeah. Unless, unless you're in a position of power, then do it, uh, to their face because you know, that that's how you, uh, you know, that's how you just get by in this world. This is how it works. You know, that's, uh, again, 
these are just rumors, but usually when there's smoke, there's fire. I absolutely believe that these people were quoting the episode. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take a step back from that. It's possible that what may have happened, because Jennifer Lopez, if she would fire someone over quoting the show, <laughs> it, it's very possible that people were just saying, did you see that South Park last night? Oh, the one with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Like they, that, like it could have been as innocent as that. And then she's like, oh, you thought that was funny? Well, it's funny that you're fired. Like, it's very possible that she did that. And someone's like, wait, why'd you fire uh, Jerry and uh, Courtney? Uh, because they were quoting that South Park episode and they know that I hate it. Like, it's possible she's just lying. And then all they said was just, oh, that episode was funny. Because, you know, we weren't there. There's no video of it. You know, there's no, there's nothing to, to show any hard proof. We just have allegations, but. Lopez went through great lengths to make sure people kept their mouths shut what the show did. And she's hardly the first person that the show had some fun with. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of, a bunch of people that, uh, that had problems with it. Yeah. There's one such controversy involved Tom Cruise. I want to say there was like legal action threatened by the church of Scientology. Uh, that one, I don't remember for sure. Oh, wow. But Scientologists are crazy. So <laughs> I, I, I think it, that, that is possible, but that may have just been something I heard that I, I didn't know about, but, but here's, here's a controversy involving Tom Cruise season nine episode trapped in the closet, takes substantial shots at the religion of Scientology and its famous members. This resulted in an enormous amount of backlash, including the aforementioned departure of Isaac Hayes and what was then termed closet gate. Comedy Central suspiciously canceled a, a rebroadcast of the episode in March 2006. Many people suspected the involvement of Tom Cruise. Yeah, and and, and I was going to say um, before I read this this next line because says Cruise was promoting Mission Impossible three at the time. I was going to say uh, Tom Cruise is probably pretty heavily connected with Paramount because all the Mission Impossible movies, and uh, they may have just asked him not to do that, but yeah, whatever doesn't matter. There's only one episode of South Park that is unavailable. I, I, I want to say the episode is just called 200 or, or 199. It's one of those two episodes. And do you know that one? You know the one I'm talking about? Is it the one with like, is it, um, with Muhammad or something yeah. like that? Yep. That's the one that's, that's the only one that they didn't show. <laughs> and then they, they had like actual death threats. Who knows if they were credible, but they did have them. Now. Uh, they, they suspect that Cruz was promoting mission impossible three. And that's why they think it was uh, brought down. Cruz refused to promote the movie unless the episode was pulled according to rumor and Cruz denied the allegations. The incident caused major animosity between Parker and stone and comedy central. I think it is possible that, mm. um, it's possible that Tom Cruise wasn't behind it, but they are like, we have a, uh, a major blockbuster coming out and they're making fun of the, the lead star in it. So we probably shouldn't have this aired at this time. That, that that's also possible. I mean, there, it is possible that people on high can try to do damage control, but back to Jennifer Lopez, she went the extra mile to make sure infamous South park episode wasn't quoted by his staff. It has us wondering if other stars have done the same thing minus being outed uh, for it. 
Yeah, so uh, Jennifer Lopez is now, uh, she's over the hill. She's irrelevant. She's almost 60 years old. She's not the hot young thing from Selena anymore. Uh, I think now's a good time to, um, you know, trash her again. She, she, she fired people over uh, nothing, essentially, for having a sense of humor. That, that's it. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, a fan of, of South Park. I, I think a lot of the time, not most of the time, but enough. Cause you know, how long has the show been on for 25, 26 years? It's been on for so long that there's just so much content out of there and it, it does miss a lot, but it, it is the only show left on TV that actually does any type of celebrity takedown. Every other show on, on, on TV, it just, it just, it just kisses the butt of the people in power. Like South Park is, is it, it's not perfect. It, it's not the best thing I've, I've ever seen as far as doing this, but it's the, it's the only one left. Not nothing else in pop culture goes after the, like celebrities are now, they are sacred cows. And South Park is the only thing that goes after it. Now they don't go after everything they should, but you know, there's so much going on and you got 23 minutes to, to tell a story, to make people laugh. And, and really the, the focal point of South Park is about these kids that live in this town. Now, a lot of the time, and especially because of how they, they create it now, because South Park used to be done like traditional animation style. Now it's all, it's done in a week, which is, which is really crazy. Like, I don't think any other program is, is really done like that. And like may, maybe Dragon Ball Z was, was done like that. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Cause I think that's how that, that show, I think that was one of the gimmicks was that, that, that show, um, it was the, the same week that the comic would come out, you would see the same episode on TV. So that's why they, it was like, there was so much filler in the animation. I, I think that was the gimmick with that. But, uh, but with South Park, it used to be your know, standard turnaround time. And then it, it just became like, okay, what are they talking about on Reddit? And what people talk about now are celebrities. That's what people talk about. And it's because celebrities have been elevated and most of them are uninteresting. Very few of them are smart. And the ones that are smart, well, those are the ones that they get canceled. They get ostracized. You know, they're, they're, they are, they are depersoned. So what we're left with is like someone pushing a, a political agenda. Um, and it's, and it, I mean, yeah, it's not just a political agenda. Like, you know what their politics, it's the, it's Hollywood's political agenda. These people are, are empty suits and, um, uh, and it's ra- like rapper feuds. No one does anything positive. Like you could say like, well, look, Leonardo DiCaprio is trying to save the world. Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't know what he's talking about. He just get like <laughs> Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is like that guy from, um, 
Uh, dazed and confused. Like, I keep getting older and they stay the same age. Watch the leather, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's Leonardo DiCaprio is like, he, how old? He's got to be like, he's got to be near 60 years old. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I guess he was a child actor in, in the eighties. Yeah, Titanic came out in what? 96, 97. 97. Yeah. And he, he was probably like 20 something. So maybe, so he's probably uh, like, yeah, he's probably like 50 then. Fifties. Like, yeah. He's probably around like 50, maybe, maybe around he's like 50. early fifties, late forties, but he's still dating like 19, 20, 21 year olds. Yeah. Like, there was an article I had seen that where it was like his preference on like uh liking younger women you know the, the only he, reason the only reason any man oh. and I, 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 I listen very carefully oh the only reason a man should want a younger woman is because she can give more children if that's not your reason for being with a younger woman then you're just like a creepy sick pervert weirdo like it's like if, if you are 40 years old and you want an 18 year old and it, and it's because you're just like, I need to keep having children. Not that it, that isn't strange, but versus like you're 40 and you're like, yeah, they, they just look so good when they're young. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's yeah. That's creepy and weird. Makes your skin crawl. That's Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. So Leonardo DiCaprio is out there like climate change is real. We had to go to the South pole to find ice, to film a scene in the Revenant. Like, no, you didn't. You're lying. You're a liar, dude. Like you're just, you're, you're like literally given 20 year old women to say that. So these people that seem to do good, like, I want to save the rain. No, you don't. You just, you just want all the social status and the young women that come from it. No one's actually doing anything like Leonardo DiCaprio. Didn't he like, there was a story where he, he flew someone on like his makeup artist on a private jet to an event. Well, they all do that. Yeah. But, but you know how much emission come from a plane? So, uh, here's, here's a a fun, yeah, here's, so here's a fun fact. Um, the day after nine 11, 2001 for, uh, the, the uninitiated, uh, they, they shut down all the planes. They shut down all air travel and the air quality went up like six like trillion percent, <laughs> not that much, but like a, a whole lot. Like it yeah, was, it was it. J- just from, just from a day with no planes. Like the air quality, it was just like, oh my gosh, look how amazing it is. And well, yeah, jet fuel is is different than what we put it, in our cars. Yeah, yeah, isn't and it? They use a lot more. Isn't it kerosene? Could be. I think it's kerosene. I could be wrong, but I, I, that's what I think I heard that somewhere. But anyway, yeah, it is. It is different than what we put in our cars. And then this guy who's trying to save the rainforest instead of having the the makeup person that was on staff at the event, he flew his person in that afternoon to have it like, cause these, these people, they, they don't care. They don't care. They, they like the, the perks. They like all the stupid people that say, wow, isn't Leonardo DiCaprio such a nice guy He's trying to save the world. I better 
enable his young girl addiction and giving all these young girls that he's never going to marry herpes and false hope and, 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 uh, and see his movies fueling all the, the rampant rape and murder from that industry. So where are they cause? It is, it is. That, and that, yeah, but, but no one, no one's actually like doing anything that is affecting change. Like every day, the planet is getting worse and worse. Like no one, no one's doing anything. Like there are so many obvious solutions out there. Like California's running low on water. Okay. Here's what you do. You outlaw all those vanity fountains in front of celebrities houses. You uh, are, oh, you're right. Okay. How about you restrict the amount of, uh, land that these people can have. So like they don't, so they don't have to waste so much water watering their like grass and that, that, and you could just use that excess land to actually, um, farm some resource that people need. Like, I don't know, could put more, uh, more like whatever kind of tree, like avocado trees, avocado trees grow in California. Just throw a bunch of those up. Everyone loves them. There you go. Instead of a bunch of pointless grass that does nothing. How about that? Can you do that? No. Okay. All right. No, we got to wash our cars. Uh, yeah. Limit the amount of cars that they can buy. (laughs) Like no, nobody needs all those cars. Nobody needs all that land. You sound like a socialist. Okay. Well, let's, let's be fair. (laughs) Those people have way more than they need. But what if one day you're a billionaire and you want to do that? Well, I don't want to do that. Like that, that if, if you have that much money and you're wasting it on cars and boats and whatnot, um, and you're, and you're demanding that I take a step down in my lifestyle to save the planet. Why don't you use your vast fortune to actually help things that like, and I mean things that matter. Cause I could throw my money at like Bono's charity where, which was like ironically called one when only 1% of it went like 1% of all donations to it, it went to, to help people. 99% went to like bureaucrat fees. Like I could, I could do that. I could waste my money there or I could go like actually spend my money to do something. And the, and the, none of these celebrities do. So celebrities are the worst people on the planet. They are parasitic bottom feeders and they talk down to us and they talk down to us because stupid people grant them the power to do so. And you know what? God bless South Park for reminding everyone that these people need to be brought down to size. So why don't you just, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us home there, DJ? Yeah. You know, uh, these, these celebrities really, they're in a position to do a lot more than they're doing, you know, and they expect us to um, reduce you know, our, you know, things we enjoy or what we want to do rather than, you know, setting a real example. And if you're committed to something, you know, you need to have a purpose for it. And, you know, we all can do better and, you know, appreciate South Park for, 
giving some humility to these people that think that the world revolves around them. And you know what? It's cool to spell your name right and to spell things right and to have proper grammar. And it's cool to challenge yourself and to be, you know, the best person you can be, be as smart as you can, and to put out something actually creative with, you know, not only a story, but just a way to be just better in every sense. You know, t- treat each day as, as a way to get better. And, you know, success will find you in the right way. And with that, thank you for joining us with the Metal Podcast. And, you know, you can always join us on our Discord chat. You know, message us. We'll give you the invite. Thank you, Armageddon, for your song, Sweet Pain. And everybody, stay safe out there. <laughs>